Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. It's uh, Happy New Year. We're uh, good morning, Happy uh, New Year. The first Monday of January until 2022, uh, we start off this this new year. Uh, what a year this has been, huh? That we've had. It and, has. Uh, I still remember us meeting y'all. What was it in Tahoe? And was it yeah, February yeah, last year February, that we were there? We sat by that fireplace, you and Linda and yeah. I, talking about. Um, what God was saying about this podcast and what it could be named, and yeah. who knew? Yeah. <laughs> who knew what it, where God was going to take it over this last year? It's been yeah. so fun. Yeah, and it's been fun to uh, get a lot of feedback of uh, the difference it's making uh, in people's understanding and lives, mm-hmm. and they're and they're following it and uh, enjoying receiving it and processing it, and uh, and that's our hope is that uh, you know we've titled it uh, "Come and See," right? Uh, you know. Uh, Come to come to God. Let Him uh, deliver to you truth, uh, finding truth in a world of chaos. Uh, and we can, we can all attest uh, we're in a world of chaos. <laughs> right, right. Uh, that uh, man, the, the world is uh, is is crazy. Uh, you know, the inflation. We talked about the economy. The inflation is uh, at its highest level in 32 years. Uh, so and, and no end in sight, quite frankly. Right. Uh, Right. Uh, so that's going to impact us economically. Uh, that you know the whole issue of the world and COVID. There's you know countries like Austria, Australia, uh, completely, literally, completely shut down. Where they right. they have like, rules. Canada's that, doing some pretty crazy things too. And yeah, in Canada as well. <laughs> uh, that uh, uh, in Austria and in, in Australia, uh, if you haven't had the vaccine. Uh, by the way, if you if you have the vaccine, you're still going to wear a mask, which, interesting enough, don't really really matter. But uh, and that um, uh, you you have to stay at home and you can't leave, and they'll arrest you if you. I mean, you think how serious that is has become. Right. Is that, and of course, there's a big uh, protest in Vienna. Uh, Forty five thousand people showed up and said, "We don't want to live this way." Uh, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how that how that plays out. Uh, but. Um, it impacts their ability to go to work, and they can't work. Right. And, uh, there's all kinds of businesses in America still, and hospitals particularly, that if you aren't vaccinated, you have to you have to be terminated. Uh, well, mm-hmm. there's that conflict of, yeah, but God's telling me not to do it, so I guess I guess I'll be terminated. Well, that's economic stress, you know, that's going to occur. Right. Chaotic, you know. So the world we live in today, 2022. Uh, I mean, just think of two years ago, 2020. The beginning of 2020, How different it was, everything, right? interesting enough, everybody was uh, in a very positive uh, focus of the economy's doing great, uh, we like where we are, uh, and again, that's a, a relative term, so like where we are. Yeah, it's, that's true. It's not, uh, it's, not, is it, it's not great, I mean, it was still um, you know, a difficult place, but because, by the way, we live in a world controlled by the enemy, uh, principalities and powers, so... It's going to be difficult, um, and that's not right. surprising to us. But the way we saw things in 2020 January versus 2022 is, you know, and you, and I bet people even sat around this week talking about, can you believe what's happened? You know, um, and how do we handle this? How do we maneuver this? And uh, should I or shouldn't I? And what's going to happen to my job? And I've got a lot of issues. And uh, you know, how is that all going to happen? Because the world itself. Is a world of chaos. Uh, I saw. I saw. Did you see, go ahead. Did you see the the sign off? Oh, I wish I remembered the gentleman's name. Um, um, uh, NBC anchor who had been on for for years, news anchor, and he um, put out you know his last sign off um, as he retired, and the words that he spoke. Um, and you think about the things that he has lived through seeing in news cycles and reporting and stuff, the words that he spoke, you definitely heard exactly what you're talking about, that 
anxiety and fear and concern for where the world is at right now. And yeah, I think he even described it as darkness that was on the edges that has now completely infiltrated throughout. Yeah. Um, or something like that. It was, did you see that on YouTube at all? Yeah. I'll have to send yeah, it to you if yeah. you didn't. It was, yeah. it was interesting to listen to. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. But there I thought was a, he, he really kind of put into words what a lot of people are feeling, I believe. Yeah. And there's a cartoon that comes out every day. It's a political cartoon. Uh, and it deals with the issues of the day, but uh, it struck me because uh, it, it was uh, uh, talking about uh, the, the government and, and they were holding two signs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sign said lawlessness and chaos. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, fascinating. And that our world has come to lawlessness and chaos. And it was like, huh. Um, they, they, when people, you know, who even are what we would call spiritual, because right. we, we understand it, you know, that the world is, right. cha- is chaotic. And uh, by the way, uh, if we had started this chaos or this uh, podcast, you know, three years ago, four years ago, we would label it the same thing. Right. Uh, right. So it's not because of COVID. It's because the world is, is chaotic. But Why? COVID has put a magnifying glass on it. <laughs> it's made it way more chaotic. <laughs> uh, but uh, when, when the public starts speaking it mm-hmm. man things are chaotic it's like yeah mm-hmm. do you do you are you starting to see it are you starting to understand it and the right. ability to maneuver that see is causing and that's why as i talk to people there generally uh, uh, is a sense of heaviness that um man i don't like this and i wonder what's going to happen and things could could happen internationally to impact us and what about the debt and what about inflation and you know what about what about what about how are we going to make it through and it's not going to be like it used to be and the answer is yeah i got and the answer is well then let's go to god because uh, as we said last friday when we gave everybody happy new year's was uh, none of that matters to him um, he said that's the way it's been <laughs> ever since adam right. and Eve, you know for uh literally centuries and it doesn't uh, change his covenant loyalty and that, not and a that bit. doesn't change it so it's not about if everything is governmentally or economically working fine it, i can give it mm-hmm. to you as i no, i'll give it to you all the time that, that's the key thing mm-hmm. so uh as we discuss it uh we've been talking about overcoming worry uh fear and anxiety uh so that we don't move that direction but go back to god and live in shalom uh, we believe he can resolve it. Uh, we go to him. We ho- hang on to him. We, we walk with him. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Um, he says, I promise you the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Uh, trust it. Uh, live in shalom because I am shalom. Uh, you're a new creation and I can provide new things. Uh, my wisdom is, is a peaceable and going to give you the answers. Uh, and one of the issues we want to talk about today, uh, which is a big issue, uh, and, and by the way, all the time issue is uh, relationship problems. Um, and they can go from a variety of, of uh, places where, um, you know, you could be, let's say, go to a restaurant or you can go to a, a store or you can go to the airline like you talked about last week. <laughs> um, and they treat you poorly. They don't care. Um, they, they cause you trouble because we're not willing to listen and process. Uh, so you kind of get angry. Um, and so that's, that's what I call kind of momentary relationship issues. So you're just kind of mad at that person that happens to be there. Uh, and one thing God has to work with me on, by the way, a lot uh, is, uh, yeah, that person is there, but it's not their fault. Right, um, right. Uh, it's, it's the system behind it. Um, so you're talking, you're, you're kind of angry at the wrong person and don't take right. it out on that person. Yeah. That uh, was something God was very specific in, uh, telling Dan and I that day at the airport yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Because they're, they are the face and you say, how come, how come? And it doesn't make any sense to you. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, uh, airline, uh, situation with an airline, um, uh, I had a plane to catch and I, and I needed to be somewhere. Um, so I needed to be on time, which it's not. So I'm sitting there <laughs> ready to get on and the um, plane isn't at the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I go, to the, I go to the agent and I said, 
when uh, is the plane taken off? And she says, it's on time. I said, no, 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 it's not on time. I said, when is it going to take off? She said, sir, it's on time. I said, so you're telling me in the next five minutes, the plane's going to come, unload, <laughs> we're all going to load up, and we're taking off. She said, yes. <laughs> that, because, because that's... You know by experience it doesn't work. Yeah, it ain't going to work that way. Because, because that's, what, that's what the board said. See, that's what it says to her. It's on time. Right. Right. Uh, and I said, I tell you what, I'll, I'll bet you this. Want to place a wager here? I did. I said, I'll bet you your whole next month's salary that that's not true. And she was super clever. She says, sir, I'm not allowed to bet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it, believe me, it didn't take off on time. You know? So, uh, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, be careful. First of all, be careful of, um, and I, I've learned this and, and pretty much live it out is and once in a while you get eh, boy you get you react overreact but right, um, right. Eh, this is moment this is momentary mm -hmm. uh, don't don't let it bother you you know it's, right. it's a way of the world you're never going to see this person again uh, the situation is going to be the same just you know relax you know and right. uh, let it let it go press on uh, forget the things to lay behind so it's momentary but other ones are uh, ongoing, uh, could be uh, somebody that's working for you, uh, even at home or at work, uh, somebody you do have a relationship with, including uh, family -ish members, uh, people that are close to you, or church members or church small group people. I, I, there's right, a lot absolutely. of problems. Interesting enough, there's uh, small groups have really gotten crosswise right now. And, the, and interesting enough, it's around uh, the COVID issue. Uh, right. So it's, um, I think you should be vaccinated. Another one said, no, I don't think so. And so they have a lot of, lot of conflict. Is right. I'm in politics. In politics. Oh, in politics. And my, and my, yeah. uh, you know, what party I'm in and uh, who I like and who I don't like. And, and so you argue and, and literally can get sharp to where it's hard for me to be around you because we have such sharp conflict. Um, right. And, and the people do hurt you, uh, and people do things that are uh, not right. Uh, and, and that's why he says, be angry and do not sin, is that first of all, it's okay that you react that way per se, because they just crossed what I call the line of justice. Uh, now, by the way, our lines sometimes are not right. Uh, yeah. So we're so, uh, so like perfectionistic, for example that everything's gotta be perfect and my wife or my kids uh, don't follow perfectly, I get mad. And by eh. perfect, it means perfectly aligned with what I want it to with, be. With what I want it to be, <laughs> what I've decided are yes. my rules, you know. Um, yeah. And so God would say, well, let me work on your heart that, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe it doesn't work that way, uh, particularly when the personalities are a little bit different. So like, like for example, uh, we were actually, I was talking to someone uh, recently who, was talking about their grandkid is in a is in a, a family with parents who are super rigid, and this kid is what he would determined as a determined as a free spirit, is, you know, kind of doesn't react to detail. It's more, you know, creative. Uh, right. Well, they've got a lot of conflict. Uh, yeah. Because they're rigid, and the kid is naturally not rigid. Right. And, that, and that's going to create conflict. So. Um, uh, yeah, it can, it can be there, and so we gotta we gotta learn how do we resolve it. Uh, given that all the time you're dealing in a world of self-centered people who don't really care about you per se, and I just want what I want. And if you're in the way, I'm gonna run over you, or or come against you, or oppose you, uh, or hurt you uh, in the process. Right. Um, and so it, yeah, it's gonna happen. And conflict issues and relationship issues are real and they're one of the problems of fear worry and anxiety because well that means how do I how do I put up with that particularly being that I'm mad about it um, and how do I resolve it because every time I see him every time I'm around him every time I think about him every time I got to deal with it that's why those momentary ones are a little bit easier because hey, you don't have to deal with it all the time but right beyond that uh, yes. Uh, that's why family can be so difficult family, because family. It, it is continual. You know, you're, you are 
with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And by the way, the term uh, that everybody re, uh, kind of relates to is uh, we got dysfunction, dysfunctional family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're not healthy. Why? Because they're right. self-centered. They're not following God. So uh, it's going to be normal uh, that you'll be mm -hmm. in dysfunctional uh, church situations, dysfunctional families, because you got a lot of self-centered people. And it doesn't matter. And you think, well, they're believers. Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't matter because the, the question isn't, are you a believer? The question is, if you're an unbeliever, okay, you can you can almost like, I kind of understand. They're kind self, of excuse it. They're, yeah. they're self-centered, <laughs> and that doesn't surprise me at all. Now what do I do about it was, is an issue. But uh, believers, uh, it's, it's not that they're a believer or not a believer. It's as a believer, they are walking in the flesh, which by definition means they're self-centered. Uh, and by the way, they're at enmity against God and cannot please God and have put to death the, the, the work of the Holy Spirit. So they're acting as a basically a practical atheist. Right. Um, and no, no wonder, you know, there's kind of, and that's where that well, tends to even, really get us. Yeah, I think the other one, though, is is even if if that's not the case, but they are remembering all of us are in process. You know, God, God is continuing to grow and he as author and finisher of our faith also is the one who is authoring and finishing what he is refining in us right. and we tend to want everyone to be refined in the same thing god has refined us in at the same time schedule yeah. and we tend to not um, give grace for when god is working on someone else in on their patients for instance or something and um and not necessarily working other areas that we see as glaring in their world. Right. We want them. We want God working on the glaring thing that's affecting us. Right. And He's right. saying, "I'm authoring and finishing their faith, and I know that right now I'm growing them in patience. And you need to love them for who they are, right. not for how they are." That's right. <laughs> um, so, um, uh, you know, as you uh, uh, look at that. Um, it's what do we do with it? And God says, "Well, remember." Um, this is one of the things that cause worry, fear, and anxiety. Mm -hmm. uh, I think one of the major things, Major honestly. things. I'm, I'm worried yeah. about what's going to happen. I'm fearful of being in that relationship and what I'm going to do, what they're going to do. And I, I kind of live uh, a little bit in fear of even how this is going to play out. And then uh, anxiety is, man, I, uh, this is problem problematic because it's always in front of me. And I, and I can't get there. Uh, well, God says, let me resolve it, and let me try to define that really clearly. Um, it's not making everything uh, reconciled to the level of they're doing what they should do. Uh, so when somebody's hurt you, what should they do? Well, they should uh, go to forgiveness. Uh, you forgive them, and then they say, I'm so sorry. Uh, I understand what I did. Um, Let's work it through so that I, we come to a satisfactory resolution and we're reconciled. And I agree with you that I'm gonna do it this way or I'm gonna stop doing this or I'm gonna, I understand how this hurt you so I'll process it. By the way, that should describe a husband and wife. <laughs> the one relationship that we're called the get to resolution and or excuse me, reconciliation. Get to reconciliation, yes. Is with your spouse and how do you do that Live in forgiveness, deal with the truth, process the truth with respect and honor, listen to each other, come up with a resolution that will say, I get that. So if Linda says, hey, uh, Rich, um, you know, you're, you're uh, putting too much pressure on me by having me do too many things, and it kind of upsets me, okay, uh, tell me about that. Um, I, can, I can understand that, I'm sorry. Uh, what would you like differently for us to live, for you to live a life of freedom? And again, this is out of the simple thing of uh, uh, what we call margin and uh, what we call in our life of trying to uh, process that through is plate spinning. Uh, is I can spin a lot of plates and I do, I do really well and I can have margin right. with that. Yes, now, by you the, are a big multitask. Now, by the way, and God has to work with me on this, is be careful, son. Mm -hmm. Don't just spin one one extra plate that, that I that I didn't ask you to spin. That's going to cause you stress. Right. Uh, interesting enough, and this is uh, cool. If I spun one plate, I would be in stress. It's interesting mm -hmm. because uh, I would become bored, right. um, and then I, now I'm stressed out. So there's a, so the way you're wired. Is I'm wired is yeah. is there's a certain way of 
uh, let me bring you peace and margin. And I've had to, you know, keep sorting that out. And, and my tendency uh, is two things is I got to be careful not to have that extra plate that God says, no, that's not that. I didn't ask you to do that. So no, the answer is no. Uh, and Linda helps me with that, by the way. Uh, hey, by the right. way, uh, let's check in. Uh, and then two is <laughs> because of my plate spinning, I'll bring Linda into that. Right. And she'll say, Rich, um, uh, you're, I'm not supposed to spin that many. <laughs> I'm not. That's not me. I, I don't. I can't. See, I, I'm not wired that way, and I can't. I need more space. I need more more singularity. Okay. Uh, and she'll say, I'm kind of upset because you kind of ignored that, or you didn't check in with me mm-hmm. to process the calendar, or process the thing that you wanted me to be part of, and um, I need a break. Okay, right. sorry. All right, I'm sorry. Um, I understand that. Um, uh, with honor and respect, I can receive that. Um, what would you have me do differently? I'd like you to, first of all, these two things that you put on, I'd like you to take them off. Okay. Right. I can do that. And then in the future, by the way, the future is always, <laughs> always ongoing, uh, which we've talked about before, honey, is you've got to check in with me and get me to go to unity on that particular thing that you thought was okay. It wasn't okay. Uh, and you got to talk to me about it. Okay. Uh, so we've, we've reconciled. She had a right to be upset. We processed it through all the way to reconciliation, which, by the way, a couple is called to do with honor and respect, even when, if she would have said, like, for example, Rich, um, all these plates are spinning, I want you to stop it. I would have to say no. No, I, I, that's not one that I'm willing to say yes to. I'm willing to let God process it with us, but let's go together and get God to resolve it. So just because you said you wanted it, I'm not going to conform to Doesn't you. Doesn't mean, right. Uh, but, but God will resolve it if we have a heart to go. Are you willing to go? And right. of course she said, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, um, I didn't, we need to demand that. Yes, let's go together. Right. Because uh, God will get and us. And again, a... that's that picture, you know, we've talked before about the quote by Tozer, you know, about tuning to one, you know, a, a hundred pianos all being tuned to one yep. standard yep. instead of being tuned to each other. And yep. so it's that tuning to the standard of the Holy Spirit, and then you will be in tune with one another. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about this. Uh, so we're going to walk through a process of, well, how do we uh, get resolution? Uh, we talked about it's not reconciliation. It is for a couple, mm-hmm. but every other relationship may not be reconciled because it takes right. two parties. And, the and other- I've heard you talk before, if you can just remind everyone, because I think this is important. Why is it that that is the one relationship that we are called to absolutely be reconciled? Yeah. Can you go ahead and share yeah. that again? Because I think it's important. it talks over and over and over again, starting in Genesis, and the two shall become one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one there is in unity, uh, in harmony. Uh, at The marriage relationship is... In that way, um, God uh, sees you and wa- and wants you to walk in oneness all the time mm-hmm. as the way of living it out. Interesting enough to reflect the church. Uh, that yes. if you can if you can reflect that, then people will say, "Well, how does that work for you?" Because we follow God, and that's the way that we that Christ says is my view is I want you to walk in unity with me. Um, and I'm calling you to that. So he's actually calling all of us to live in unity, but the but the marriage relationship is sacred in that you two are always called to stay with it until you get unity. And by the way, remember, unity isn't negotiation. Right. It's unity of the Holy Spirit. It's seeing God's will and you have a heart to go and keep working at it, keep working at it, keep working at it because the two of you are living together and the two of you are called to uh, live that out, um, and because you are you are to be one, um, right? You know, let what God has put together, let no man put asunder. Guess what? Man puts it asunder all the time. Why? Self-centeredness. I'm not willing to go to unity and let God resolve this. I've decided I don't like I don't like what you're doing, and I'm going to leave you. Uh, how sad is that? Uh, right. We're breaking that that covenant. So, yeah, we're called to be one. But everybody else, because it takes two parties. Uh, and by the way, there's there's marriage situations where, yeah, that'd be nice, but my spouse has no desire to go seek God at all, and we're in, we're right. in disunity. How do we handle that? Well, one, you go to unity with God. What do you have to say about this? And let him guide you and lead you uh, into a place of joy for you still, 
which he can do. Uh, Even so, in the midst of it, yes. So yeah, it's it's desirable uh, to be uh, in unity with your spouse, but there's situations where I know, uh, well, this ain't gonna work here because my spouse doesn't want to. Well, okay, God gives you wisdom. Right. Let me show you what to do with this, how to, how to act, how to react, and how to enjoy life anyway. Um, mm -hmm. uh, including, by the way, and even the Bible says this, if, you're, if your spouse desires to leave and they're not willing to follow me, let them go. Uh, uh, and I'll, I'll give you the, a different life. I mean, so it's a, it's a, that's a deep, pretty deep process right there. So we won't, <laughs> we won't go there, but it's, a, it's an interesting deal. And we're happy, by the way, if you got any situations like that, email us and we'll, we'll help you with it. Uh, but since it takes two parties um, and it's free will, a lot of people are never going to get reconciled to me because they don't have a heart to. Uh, right. And then when I talk resolution, God will resolve it. He'll get us to a place of freedom so that it doesn't bother me anymore where this relationship went, uh, particularly if my heart is right, but the other party is not willing to go. Right. Well, I can live with it. And of course, we'll talk about the fact that Christ lives with it. Mm -hmm. And if he can live with it, then I can live with it. And he said, I'll resolve it so that yes. you're free of the burden of it, basically. Right. And sometimes there's even reconciliation that cannot occur simply because the other party has passed away. And, passed and away. we haven't, you know, we weren't. You know, we haven't gone there with God yet and before the person passed. And right. so then we still have to work that with God. Yeah, yeah. Or they're, or they're in a completely different place, uh, geography. And yeah, that's I, don't, I don't talk that's to them anymore, uh, but I still have an uh, issue with it. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. So uh, let's talk about the issue of how do we uh, move toward, and, I, and I'm going to keep using this word, resolution. Uh, God taking this relationship to a place where it no longer burdens me and I'm free of the heaviness of this conflict that exists. So uh, let's first of all, and this is an important one because uh, we often <laughs> have contributed to the problem. So uh, go to yeah. Matthew uh, chapter five uh, and read verses 21 to 26. Matthew 5, 21 to 26. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly, I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. Yeah. So um, he's talking here uh, where if somebody has something against you, okay, um, why would they have something against me? Because I've done something. Yeah, because <laughs> I offended them. See, it's an offense. Um, mm -hmm. I, I did something, I was uh, inconsiderate, I didn't listen, I ran over them, I, I used my self-centeredness <clears throat> to affect them in a negative way, and they're angry, properly so. Right. And so he says, uh, and by the way, he's kind of inferring that um, I will remind you of that, because a lot of times we're kind of oblivious to it. Um, or we justify it, well, yeah, because they, they blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and God says, no, I'm gonna remind you that you're the one that actually contributed to this. Um, mm. And by the way, there's always two sides to every story. So you can say, oh well, yeah, but they, you know, they did this before or they said something. And he says, look, the burden is on you. Um, you're the one that really have offended. Uh, they might have offended you uh, back, by the way, but you initiated okay. it. So. What I want you to do, uh, he says, and, and worshiping at the altar basically says, I believe <laughs> I'm holy and righteous. Um, he says, I'm gonna remind you <laughs> that you're not. He said, stop, right. literally mm -hmm. stop. Uh, don't, don't you do anything more uh, what you consider to be spiritual uh, stuff and you go get this resolved. Um, and you stop and go to your go to your brother, go to your spouse, go to your kids, go to your uh, small group, uh, and say, you know what? 
um, I recognize that I might have offended you, and I'd like to talk about that. Um, first of all, I'm sorry uh, that I did, um, uh, and if it offended you, I'm so sorry. Uh, you know what? What do you understand about it? And then, what would you have me do differently as we reconcile? Uh, fully, so that we're in, we're back in agreement with this, and it can go all the way from, uh, you know, thank you for sharing that. Uh, just you're saying you're sorry is enough. Uh, we're good, uh, and and let's just move on and, and reestablish a relationship like we had it. Great. Or hey, by the way, yeah, what you did really did hurt me, and I'd like you to to uh, change it. I'd like you not to do that anymore. I'd like you to do it in a different way. Uh, pay more attention to me, or uh, don't ignore me or don't run over me or whatever whatever it is. Uh, okay, um, I see that. I understand that. You know what? I'm going to make a commitment to that. Um, and yes, okay. I will. And by the way, and this is what I do, uh, particularly with Linda, is uh, yes, I understand. Uh, I'm going to make a commitment to that. And I'm telling you right now that if you see that uh, it's not being fulfilled and I'm drifting again, you go ahead, you have the right permission to say to me, hey, Rich, you said, but I see this moving oh, again. So, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right, sorry. Uh, because I, you know, uh, I, I wanna have integrity. And right. if I've agreed to something, and by the way, I already know, kind of the reason it happened is, is that I wasn't paying attention. Right. Uh, and I understand my selfishness, and by the way, I can drift into back into the self, so. Mm -hmm. um, father uh, help me and wife help me or whoever right. I'm talking to help and that me. takes humility to not go defensive on that right, right. away though. that's right yeah that's right but he said basically you uh, have the uh, burden on you to go and move toward reconciliation now by the way um, if this is and this is funny this happens uh, oh you know what I, I, I understand it I ca <laughs> I cause this right. you go to that other party I would like to talk about this. I'm so sorry. Uh, I know that I did this to you and I offended you and I'm sorry. I want to make it right. You know, how can I make it right? And they can say, you know what? I'm so mad. I'm not going to deal with you. Right. Whoa. Uh, interesting enough, it just shifted to them. Um, I did what God asked me to do. Um, normally, people say, okay, let's process it. Sometimes they, they actually, uh, and it illustrates a problem with them is because you did that, I'm gonna punish you. And no, I'm not gonna accept this. Oh, okay. Uh, then, I think that's more common than we realize yeah. too though. I, I think especially in this day and age, I do believe that we have become a culture that sees relationships as disposable. Yes. <laughs> and that it is easier to walk away from a friendship or walk away from, I mean, you can't family a lot of times, but walk away from things. And honestly, some people even do it within family but to walk away than to stay in and do the work of, of resolution. Yeah, and by the way, or, or um, reconciliation. We, we therefore have defined the relationship as what? You do what I want you to do. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, I'm willing to se separate that. Right. Um, and that's where hardness- Which completely negates unconditional love, yeah. which is how we're called to be like Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And it establishes hardness. And by the way, further complication because, mm -hmm. well, you're kind of around that person, you know, either in church right. or family or whatever. And, and now you've contributed to the edginess of, of you, don't, you don't do what I want. I'm not doing what you want. And now we're battling right. each other when God says, you know, this is out of Romans uh, 14 and 15, by the way. He says, why, why do you care so much? You know, um, a lot of things aren't absolute. Like, for example, and this, is, this will be a funny one. Uh, what political party do you belong to? <laughs> uh, believe me, yeah. uh, God doesn't doesn't have any comment about this party is better than that one. Uh, and right now, by the way, Christians tend to think so uh, because of, mm -hmm. of things that are you know uh, take abortion. You know, there seems to be one party that's uh, more pro life and the other one's more uh, pro choice. Right. Well, if you're that party, you say, well, uh, we can battle over that, and God says, well. Why do you let that get in the way? Um, you know, what are you believing? What do you What do you have to say? And go ahead and share that together, but in an honest, respectful way. And so what? Get it resolved and don't judge other people. Um, so that what's happened uh, culturally is uh, what's called uh, 
uh, you know, cancel culture. And that is that if you yeah. offend me, I need to shut you down. Right. Wait a, wait a minute. What? Um, are you telling me you don't have the freedom of expression anymore? And we can, mm-hmm. we can, with a healthy way, discuss things and say, yeah, I don't agree with that. But okay, it's okay. Hey, we're believers. We're followers of God. Uh, that's okay. You, you think that way. I think this way. And we can still uh, live together and enjoy life together. And, uh, and that's what God is trying to tell us. So, yeah, a lot of that's going on. And, and you may say, I'm willing to, to confess and say, I'm so sorry. And the other party may not. Uh, well, then it right. shifts to a different place, which we'll get to. But the first line of attack is if I've offended somebody, God says, um, you go and work it out. Uh, say you're sorry, talk about how to resolve it, and you have a heart to resolve it, and I will, and I'm going to keep you free. And by the way, the Holy Spirit's job is to keep you free in that place so that if there's something that I've done, he says, I'm going to let you know, and I want you to, I want you to act on it. Um, and, and something, um, something that uh, God has really grown me in and has continued to reveal in me um, regarding forgiveness in this, in this thing. I think we have a tendency sometimes, even when we're willing to go do that, um, confess and, and to reconcile, um, to then come in with expectation as well that we walk into that expecting I'm going to own up to this and and apologize and try to reconcile. But by the way, when I do, I expect you to then own up to what yeah. you did <laughs> and do the same thing. And that is not truly walking in with unhampered um, forgiveness. That's, that's not the way that God forgave us. Right. And so really learning to go with a pure heart and that's something that we can't do on our own. That's something that we really have to lay before God in the throne room and, and ask him to grow a pure heart in us and giving us the ability to truly step in and ask forgiveness without expectation for how it will be received or without expectation for someone else asking for ours in return. Right, right. And think about um, as we try to understand the depth of forgiveness, mm-hmm. uh, which is, by the way, the first line of attack is we'll go to forgiveness including yourself, so that you can then process. Uh, Well, all right, look at it. It says Christ forgave us, Mm -hmm. all of us, at the cross. Right. Um, So he he, uh, uh, forgave us. Uh, And people get this confused is that, well, wait a minute. If he forgave us, then why don't we all have relationship with him? Uh, Well, because forgiveness is separate from reconciliation. Um, and forgiveness is one way. Christ alone, on my own nature, went to the cross, not based on anything we did or could do, but rather um, uh, his nature. But reconciliation requires two parties, including with him. So that, okay, what did he really do in forgiveness at the cross? Think about what he really did. What, first of all, what was the requirement that people had in order to have a relationship with him? Perfection. Perfection. Righteousness, yeah. Yeah, because holiness, he can't touch unholiness. So, by the way, that's why he gave Israel the whole the whole system of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Is, well, sacrifice uh, the process, the animal, and demonstrate that blood releases you in order to have a relationship with me. And, by the way, it was, it was year after year after year. Uh, the Day of Atonement only lasted a year. So right. it wasn't permanent. Uh, and by the way, yeah, every, it wasn't until Christ sacrificed. And by the way, that everybody, no that's, that's why the feasts were so critical is that everybody had to join with the high priest who went to the temple into the Holy of Holies. And he sacrificed on behalf of, first of all, himself. Mm-hmm. May you cleanse me. Sacrifice. Secondly, for his family. May you cleanse my family. And then third, I'm, I'm offering sacrifice for the uh, nation of Israel. Okay, then... Right. He said, I, I did it. It is finished. Finished meaning one year for them. Not permanently like Christ said when he said it's finished, right. it's over. Okay, now everybody had to uh, personally sacrifice to say, I join you in what you've now uh, provided for me. Those that didn't were not reconciled. So they, they weren't covered by the uh, release. Okay, so what did Christ really do? Uh, the need was perfection, so this is what he did. I've taken away the requirement to be perfect. 
uh, I took on your penalty. So now right. the requirement for you to be perfect has been released and you don't have to be perfect, but there's still the call to be reconciled. Okay, mm -hmm. so what does that mean? You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to do anything to uh, get this reconciled. All you have to do now is process the truth and let me give you my life so that you can now be reconciled to me and you have to receive that. And by the way, this is what he says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, which is, by the way, still absolute. And, and right. unfortunately, the church is drifting toward what I call universalism is, well, there's lots of ways to God. No, no, sorry, it's only Jesus because of what no. he did. Uh, so now you have to deal with that truth. If you process that truth, um, I recognize that I'm a sinner. I recognize that I've separated from you. I recognize the need to be perfect, and I can't be. I've fallen short. But you, you solved that for me and gave me permission to come to you. Now by just believing it, I believe it. And now you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. And what happens? The Holy Spirit enters you. By the way, after that, now that you're a believer, what's, what's now God's invitation? Follow me. Yes. Uh, you got to surrender your will to mine and live in the Holy Spirit day by day, moment day by, by day, moment. moment by moment. Yes. Um, and now you can live out that life. You you can live unreconciled from me, even as a believer. And you can go to mm -hmm. Romans eight five to eight. You can go to Galatians one uh, five one to four. When you when you don't when you live in the flesh, he says you are an carnally minded, carnally minded, de determined in your own way. You're a believer. Um, and you're part of my eternal family, but um, so you don't lose it. But you put to death the work of the Spirit. You cannot please me, and you're at enmity against me. And then Galatians 5 says you've severed your relationship with Christ, and you have fallen from grace, fallen from me delivering the covenant to you. Uh, so um, there are requirements of reconciliation, but basically forgiveness is I've taken away the requirement to be perfect. Okay, so take that further now. When you forgive somebody else, they've offended you. Right. Uh, now, now, now we're moving into where it's not me. Um, if I'm offended, if I'm offended for somebody, he says, immediately forgive yourself, go work it out. Um, right. And say you're sorry and get work it out. Okay. Right. Oh, he can said, I pause you ahead. before you move on to the next? Yep. So is that why in this, me getting hung up on words sometimes, um, it says, let me look back in that Matthew 5, um, leave your gift before the altar. First be reconciled to your brother, then come offer your gift. So it, it uses the word reconciled there. And although my understanding from teaching is, you know, we are required to go to forgiveness, but we're really only required to be reconciled to God and to our spouse. But it uses the word reconciled here. Yeah. So is that because this is something that we have done in this context? We have caused something, therefore we are required to go in. Can you yes. just give a little clarity around yeah. that? In so it's going, it's going to the step, uh, which we'll talk about uh, in, in the other side of it, where somebody's offended us. A, there's a mm -hmm. different step to that. Uh, okay. But he says, okay, you, 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 I've told you, yeah, you, you offended somebody. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, First of all, go to forgiveness. And forgiveness is really of yourself, of, okay, I, right. I, I let myself off the hook, but I am called to move into the reconciliation mode. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's not just, well, let's see what happens. It's okay. no, you take a initiative to go to that person with a desire to uh, come to a satisfactory solution that they agree with. Uh, because why I did something. Uh, so uh, I'm sorry I did it. They may say to you, okay, uh, I want you to know how that worked. I would like you to, to do something differently. I'd like you to stop doing what you did or I'd like you to do it this way. And you're, you're committed to work that all the way through until both parties say yes. That now I'm reconciled. He said, so be reconciled means don't just say stop at forgiveness. Right. It's, it's make the initiative. Now, by the way, we, we just said you could work at work at that. Okay, I'm willing to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to process it. And they can be mad. They can shut you down. And they right. can shut me down. Okay, then it flips. 
Mm-hmm. Now they flip to they've offended you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll talk, we're going to talk about that. How do you deal with okay. that? Uh, now, generally speaking, if somebody, if somebody comes to me and says, yeah, I know I offended you. I'd like to talk about that. Okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, and, and usually for me, um, there's not a lot to do necessarily. It's just, okay, well that, you know what, uh, uh, could you not do it that way again? Or let's do it differently. And, and it's pretty quick in my opinion for me, it's like somebody comes to me. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I'm going to, I'm going to get this reconciled. Um, I appreciate your heart. I appreciate your uh, saying you're sorry. I'm glad you said that. Uh, great. Uh, let's get this resolved. Reconciled. Uh, generally speaking, uh, it should go that way. Now, in today's world, which is what you brought up, it may not go that way. Um, right. It's like, well, in order to be reconciled, um, you, you're going to have to do what I absolutely want you to do. And see, my spirit says, oh, I can't do that. That's not right. what God's asking. No, I can't do that. Uh, and then they say, well, then I don't want anything to do with you because you won't do what I want. Oh, wait a minute. Um, let's go to God together. Nope, I'm not going to. Okay. It flipped to the other side. They've now offended you. <laughs> right. And you right. got to deal, deal with it a different way. But when he says be reconciled, it's take the initiative to work it through to as far as you can to reconciliation with a soft, tender heart, admitting mm-hmm. that you caused the issue. So that's what that means. Wow, that's good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, uh, and so then uh, as we uh, uh, we go forward now, uh, is uh, somebody's offended me, uh, and I gotta I gotta process that, uh, uh, which is forgiveness is the same place that Christ is. Is that you've released the necessity? This is important to understand this. You've released the necessity that they have to resolve it. Now this is interesting because if I if I have forgiveness and I've released the necessity that 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 they have to resolve it, now I can see where God's going to take it and resolve it for me. Uh, so that ideally, if somebody's offended me, and this is where we get stuck, what would we like to have happen? If somebody's offended me, what do we what do we want to have happen? We either want justice or we want them to come back and apologize and to try to make it right. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Our, our first line of attack is, um, I would like you to say you're sorry because mm-hmm. you offended me and you really did. And right. I want you to see that. And if you see that, you'll say you're sorry. And, then and two, that's intentional or unintentional offense because yeah. both both are in play. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And by the way, that, that uh, I like what you just said there about unintentional is... And that's why people uh, sometimes will come to me, even in business situations, because my um, um, I've learned, by the way, a lot of times to be more verbal than through emails. Mm-hmm. My emails are short, curt, and they sound, <laughs> they come across as being kind of, you know, obtuse and a, a difficult. <laughs> it's just, I'm just, that's but how I think. But it's just, you're communicating it's just, facts. It's just, yeah. You know, let's get to the point, you know, um, yep. and people say, you know, gosh, you, you, the way you wrote that offended me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, tell me about that. Well, I took it this way and I said, okay. Uh, now, by the way, I can tell you hundred percent. I wasn't even thinking that way. Right. That wasn't my thought at all. It's I'm so hard to tell over I'm, text and I'm email. So, and I'm so that. sorry yeah. that it came across that way. Um, I'm going to work, I'm going to work hard better at that. And, uh, but my real heart and thought was this, and it wasn't that at all. It was this, uh, if I, if I offended you, I'm sorry, but, uh, let's talk about the issue, uh, so that you can see what my real heart is all about. Oh, it was unintentional. Um, it did offend somebody really. Right. Okay. Well, let's, let's work at making it right. Uh, because there's a process to that. Um, and, um, it's not that I even, uh, think that I did something wrong. It's just that it had, it it did have an impact. So what do I want to do? I want to process that all the way through. So there's a lot, a lot of unintentional stuff that goes on, uh, that we have to work on, uh, and process. So, uh, but the, but the key here is that when somebody's offended me, I would like them to say they're sorry. Um, or if not, then I want to punish them. Uh, and God says, well, forgiveness 
is about your heart. And your heart is, I've released the need that they have to go to that level, either say they're sorry and or get punished, from me anyway. Uh, they're going to get punished. We'll talk about that. Uh, but um, I've released that requirement. So all I can do now is start the process and see where it goes. But I, I'm not burdened by it anymore. So if they never do anything with this, mm. I can live with it. Why? Because I've released the requirement that they have to to satisfy me. Do you, see how, do you see how beautiful yeah. that is, what forgiveness Absolutely. is all about? Absolutely. Um, it's not letting them off the hook. Mm-hmm. It's not saying I, I, give, I give them permission to keep hurting me or to keep doing stupid stuff. I'm just releasing them from requirement to have to resolve it for me the way I want to, but because God's going to resolve it for me, if not. Right. So we'll, we'll get and into by this. By the way, that in its purest form reflects exactly what Christ did for us. Exactly. Yeah. You know. uh, he did. And by the way, he did it. That doesn't guarantee reconciliation. Right. That's what, right. That's what we got to get to is, well, he did it once and for all. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been forgiven, but they haven't been reconciled because it takes right. two parties. So, But he lives with that because, well, I, I took away the requirement. Mm-hmm. Now I offer you the opportunity to let's get it resolved. Uh, right. So um, we'll pick this up tomorrow. Uh, but we've we've come to understand that well, if it's on me, go take the initiative of working through the reconciliation. Um, and as we now have people offend us, the first thing is to, we have to go to forgiveness. Uh, some uh, excuse me, Romans eight one and two. Therefore, now there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. We've released the burden of them to have to resolve it. And so the burden is no longer heavy hearted for me. It's just, okay, Father, how would you have me process this to your resolution, which by the way, is based upon other people's choices. And, and we'll, we'll get into that. So we'll, we're at the end of our time now, but we'll uh, pick it up. And if you got questions, uh, you know, we urge you to uh, put it on the YouTube uh, channel or uh, at our uh, uh, questions uh, at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. This might have stimulated all kinds of stuff. Right. Uh, this swirling in your head. And yeah, send them in and we'll deal with them. And uh, we understand this is a tricky area. And uh, we, we want to say that probably overcoming worry, fear, and anxiety a lot of times has to do with the people situations in our life. And God says, let me, let me help you resolve those. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a great discussion. So thank you for leading us in this, Rich. And thank you for joining us, everyone. We are looking forward to 2022 and the freedom that we know that God is going to bring in all of this. Amen. Amen. We wish you uh, well, and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Sounds great. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.